1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Masters
2: is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of Big Swinging, Glorious Setting, Career Besting, Water Splashing, Record Breaking, Tiger Taming, Rory Winning, Maybe eagle-making, green-jacketing golf glory you could ask for Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet full terms at nowtv.com
1: Alright sleeping beauty, wake up
3: Now we can start the celebration
1: Podcast One brings you The Tony Bruno Show the podcast easy to work and you broadcast from room to room starring tony bruno with miss robin you love the tasty array of snacks we have to offer now here
3: he is the godfather of sports radio podcast
1: the home depot days of doing bath and kitchen event is going on now with everything you need to let the savings flow like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brushed nickel finish for just 99 bucks, It combines a contemporary, modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More do it. Offer valid October 5th while supplies last.
3: You can come here and race Here's Tony Bruno. Tony, Tony Bruno.
0: Bruno.
4: Ah, yes, indeed, kids. This show should be from Los Angeles because we're always fashionably late. Yes. We start when we are ready to start, not when we're supposed to start. Damn right. Because that's who we are. And we we will not be doing any Back to the Future nonsense on this podcast tonight. I am sick and tired. I have had it (laughs) with this Back to the Future on this bleeping, bleeping show. It's over. The Cubs aren't winning the World Series, Right. so take your stinking hoverboards, go to an airport somewhere, and get lost. Yes. Tony Bruno here, Miss Robbins here, Joe Corrado <laughs> here. Who's very, very anti Back to the Future oh, it's a- Part ridiculous. Two? Oh,
0: come on! Yeah, it's and
4: Luigi Cardo's here. Luigi, you pro or anti Back to the Future Part
2: Two? Uh, I'm I'm pro Back to the Future Part Part Two, but I'm. Anti-shoving this crap down my throat for the past All twenty-four day. hours. Exactly.
0: No, look, it's not shoving. It's like it is the day. It is the day in the movie, and the fact that they have stuff that's going on in real life that they predicted. Well, they I-
4: predict they were wrong about the Cubs. That was the only thing that everybody's been <laughs> no. talking about. The Cubs win the World <laughs> Series. <laughs> And they're going to get swept by the Mets, right? Inaccurate. No, no, no. They're
0: going, but there's still a very infinitesimal. No, there's not. There's
4: zero shot. I thank And listen, I picked the Cubs. I said, "Go Cubs, go!" Because I can't root for the Mets. I'm a Philly guy. If the Mets win, God bless them. They're playing better. Right. They deserve to win. Right. So it's not that I like sit up at night and and get voodoo dolls and root against the Mets. The Mets win. God bless him. Did you I don't pull, care. Did you pull Tejada's leg off your voodoo? Yes, I did. I seat ripped seat? it off. Once, right. call, once uh, Chase Utley that nailed explains it, it. Yeah. I ripped the rest of it off. Because <laughs> I don't want the guy to suffer. You know right, I exactly. Mean? You make it quick. I watched The Walking Dead. you to right. take him out of his misery make in a it hurry. Quick, quick pain, <laughs> Like ripping off a band <laughs> But I don't even remember watching Back to the Future, part one or part two. I don't remember I don't two. I may have watched it, but I don't remember I don't it. Really? There's nothing memorable no, no, in that movie. There's nothing memorable. What's memorable about that Every movie? Every damn thing. All right, that's enough. We've already, already talked about it. Yeah, exactly. You went over your limit. Something that I said I wasn't going to talk about. Oh, exactly. No, no. Well, listen, it, it, nobody can complain,
2: Tony. We gave it its due.
4: Okay, All right. Now, so we I talked about it last I week. I can't
0: though. play the sound clip that the doc Doc Brown recorded just recently, just for today? Not
4: Don Brown. Not Doc, Doc, Doc Brown. Brown. He right. recorded he something at the Camden exactly. River Sharks, but they, they folded today. <laughs> yeah. okay, so we don't even have a team for him to go play across the river in Camden, okay, New Jersey. this is
0: actually kind of prophetic, profound. I think it's a beautiful I don't thing. know him
4: as Doc Brown. Okay.
0: You know, I know him as <laughs> yeah, from the guy Jim Ignatowski, Jim
4: Ignatowski. <laughs> from <laughs> Taxi. Exactly. exactly.
0: Okay, so this is from... <laughs> wait a minute,
4: what's burn? We have bread toast on no, the no, oven no. or Rob, something? Robin left oven on low, and I turned it off. Thank you. It smells like the Melrose in here. It smells like... It kind of
0: Smells good, doesn't kind it? Like number
4: seven scrambled toast, man. Yeah, <laughs> like somebody toasting in here, somebody firing one up.
0: I forgot. I forgot the bread. I pulled. I pulled a mom. It's I a, pulled my mother's trick. She, like a, she, she they, There is no bread that she has not burned. So you
4: put bread in the oven and, and left I it in there? About it. Oh, I hate uh, to do it this early into the podcast. Right. Yeah. It's like it smells good though. It doesn't it smell does like it. completely burnt no,
0: because it was on low. I just wanted to yeah. warm it up a little bit, and then it I It smells totally like
4: a bakery at like seven does. o'clock at night. Right, you know, when the rolls are being baked, yeah, and they're you're starting to bake for the next day. Like you good. grow up in an Italian neighborhood like yeah, I did. Exactly, the bakeries would bake their bread at night, and you go over and get a nice warm loaf of right. bread. You Shark put some, yeah, you go over and yeah. put some olive oil and some garlic on it, exactly, or some oh, butter. Oh,
0: that
2: sounds good. Oh, yeah, you didn't really put anything on that bread right out of the oven. It's you butter though. Like put a hot put a butter. butter on it. Yeah, it, that butter. bread
0: would have been good if I hadn't. Is left it completely it
4: was... gone? Uh, Is yeah. it shot? It's shot. Oh, you had something cooking in there. She put bread in the oven.
0: I put bread in the oven.
4: I'm glad like, that's the only thing in the oven. Wait, she had a bun in the <laughs> oven? Yeah, I'm, saying, I'm, not like, I'm not like Nathaniel, who's got one so far in the oven. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's ready to pop. He's yeah. waiting for the, he's like the, because uh, the, Thanksgiving's a month away. I know, yes. it's like waiting for <laughs> the that little thermometer to pop now, here's, the ter- the, here's the question
0: <laughs> has, your, has your wife's belly button popped yet? Oh, yes.
4: yes. Oh, so oh, she's ready that. to go.
0: That that is like kind did, of like the did last. Did you know
4: when it popped? Wait, did that pop? It always becomes uh, an Audi. Yeah, wow. I don't
0: think I've. I, I think it's impossible. You for take an a eye
4: out, kid. You want to watch think, that thing. Exactly. I don't think You're any pregnant an woman. <laughs> I see, see some... I had th- my my wife had three kids. So so say I was three belly there, buttons. She had one belly button. All right, okay. But I don't remember there being a specific moment that you await the belly button popping <laughs> That's pretty out. telling. is not a know. Facebook, it's not a Facebook thing now. You reveal your belly button popping. Everything's and on and Facebook you film now. All right. Except yeah. former porn stars who were mad at me for well, some yeah. stupid reason. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> Let it go. So let's,
0: let's do this Let thing. Uh, that's all I want to <laughs> say. No, <laughs> I do want to talk about this in just a second. But first, let's play this because I downloaded all right, the darn right, let's get thing. the
4: damn Back to the and Future out of soon... our systems. Uh, please. We'll and get... then I don't want to hear from this no. for another 25, 25 years. Is exactly. good. When I'm dead. <laughs> play it.
0: God, you just love that music.
1: Great start. If my calculations are correct, it is now precisely October 21st, 2015. The future has finally arrived. Yes, it is different than we all thought. But don't worry. It just means your future hasn't been written yet. No one's hands. Your future is whatever you make it. So make it a good one. Thank you. Over under seven
2: scotches he had. <laughs> <that. It's
0: laughs>
4: really,
2: she, yeah,
1: and may the out. force
4: be with you too,
1: yeah.
2: your futures,
4: Skywalker. Your futures uh-huh. you have to be written. Really, okay.
0: you have to admit that's pretty cool. It's cool.
4: Yeah. You know what's he doing? He doesn't have any work these days. No. We Jim a, and he's a great actor, by the way, Christopher oh, Lloyd. A great actor, he's writer, a great, <laughs> actor, he's a great actor. Act- actor director, what's I mean. Christopher Lloyd in lately?
0: I can look it up, but I'm I know that he's been in stuff. You know one of his
2: underrated roles that like went under the radar that nobody saw? Dream right. Team. Dream Team. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely right. <laughs> I didn't say it. Absolutely. Was it right. a sports movie? <laughs> nah,
4: Michael Keaton movie. Nah, Michael Keaton. Dream team? Yeah, the yeah. Dream Team.
0: Is that the one where
4: is He's it from about Africa? sports? No, no.
0: What? Where was it? This that? is your the, that's your dream
4: team. This isn't this isn't Vince Young <laughs> on the Eagles when he got signed in that oh, no, year when no. they got brought in They said this no. kid got the makings of a dream team. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's a bu- it's a bunch of guys.
2: They they're like they, they escape from like a mental institution. Yeah, they, they're going to a Yankees game. Right. Okay. So It's a
4: sports movie. No, well, no, has nothing to do with sports. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Mental really. f- uh, the Yankee fans are mental and no, delusional. Like, well, like, they are this year. They yeah. were taking like a
2: they were taking like a group
4: trip. They were taking like a group trip, and then the guy, one of the guys, gets abducted. Peter Boyle. Also, I mean, wasn't this about the uh, 1984 Olympic team that went over there and uh, no, they sent no. Michael no. Jordan and all those guys to go straight no. the world? Uh, well, 94, kept, I think. 94. Well, yeah. When we kept losing exactly. uh, to all the amateur kids, so we had to send all of our guys to Monte Carlo and yeah. put them up in casinos. And yeah. Michael, <laughs> so
0: he's in in uh, two <laughs> movies that have not come out yet. Right. Just in time for Christmas, which is a TV movie, and then there's another movie that is called "I Am Not a Serial Killer." Oh, nice. Um, then That's my Tinder profile, actually.
2: Been... <laughs> <laughs> right there. Joe Corrado, I am not
4: a serial killer. <laughs> Swipe left or right or whatever the hell it is. You know what my Tinder profile says, right? <laughs> I got to find it. What does it say, Tony? It's, I don't think it's in here anymore. He's got to recollect it. I don't think it's in here anymore. I think you changed it, Robin. <laughs> anyway, we're going to hear from a man in Denver, Colorado in a moment. Speaking of uh, smoking illicit uh, product... Where it's legal up there. My good buddy Nate Lundy is going to join us here in a moment. Because, you know, people complain about all their sports teams. It's what we do as fans. Here in Philadelphia, where the show originates from, the Eagles could win 59-3, to and fans would call talk radio shows the next day for an entire week right. to complain about... About the offense. About, uh, well, you know, they could have scored 72 right. if, if they had thrown a couple scored. of interceptions in the end zone, Sam Bradford, and bring, yes. and, and bring uh, Mark, Mark Sanchez, Sanchez in the game in and, now. And, yeah. and, you know, that's what we do as fans. And you think it's bad in Philly, where the Eagles are three and three after an zero and two start and a one and three start, where they rally and win two games and score sixty six points in two games yes. against the Saints, who weren't very good, but then they still beat Atlanta. Yeah, and the Saints, they're not good, but the Eagles went and, and beat them down there, did they not? Correct. Where they don't, they rarely lose. The Saints aren't very good. The Eagles did what you're supposed to do: beat right. bad, beat teams. the bad teams. And then on Monday Night Football, when they play the Giants who looked like the best team in the division mm-hmm. because Eli Manning was getting rid of the ball quickly mm-hmm. and they were moving Giants. the ball up and down the field. The and then what happened? Beating the Eagles 20. shut them down. I mean, after right. the first drive where they just went right down the field, it looked mm-hmm. like the Giants were going to smoke them. And the Eagles' defense made adjustments. Bradford had uh, three interceptions, five in two weeks, in the end zone. Yeah, but uh, they were not costly interceptions. Correct. But let's go to Denver, Colorado, one of my favorite airports, where it looks like they have a bunch of tents out there. That's the way it's designed. And my old buddy Nate Lundy, we we go way, way back, back to the Madden days and EA Sports, but he is the program director of the great sports radio station 104.3, The Fan in Denver, Colorado. And if you think fans in Philly and New York and other places are angry, you're 6-0, you're the Denver Broncos, yet there is outrage, Mm -hmm. even with all that medicinal marijuana and people being chilled. They're going crazy. You can hear it at the Denver airport. He's so outraged, he's getting out of town and going to Vegas. (laughs) Nate Lundy joins us right now. How are you, Nate? Nate, can you hear me? I hear the uh, gate announcement. I can sort of
3: hear you, Tony. Hopefully you can hear me. I hear you loud.
4: You're coming in loud and clear, Nate. Now, are you getting out of town and going to Vegas? Are you getting out of town and going to Vegas? I actually.
3: I am. I'm going to Vegas, which really is interesting to me to be able to go to Vegas and see the people that will see a 6-0 and team and they don't want to touch it. They'll see a 3-3 and team that they absolutely want to be able to be a part of. To me, what's going on in the NFL in the first six weeks is fascinating. You talked about it. We were on Twitter today. I, I am blown away right now by Broncos fans that have, and the only way I can define it is pure venom, towards what's going on with the Denver Broncos on their offense. And and I think, frankly, it's a team that's been spoiled. It's a fan base that's been spoiled and expects more of a team that, frankly, has been performing um, pretty darn well. Is, is, is Peyton Manning, Heron Rodgers right now? Absolutely not. But I am shocked, Tony, that I see the amount of hate coming out of the fans that I see week in and week out right now.
4: Yeah, and, it, and that's obvious because I said it earlier. I mean, they're the worst 6-0 and team in NFL history, yet they're 6-0 and their defense is playing great, like the Eagles the Eagles weren't supposed to be a good defensive team Denver was going in but the Eagles' defense has been carrying them this year, and Sam Bradford and the the offense of Chip Kelly, which is supposed to be unstoppable, is struggling, yet they're winning games convincingly now the last couple of weeks, and people are focusing on quarterback play. Now, the one thing we know about Peyton Manning, Nate, is that he's not going to get stronger as the year goes on, and his arm strength is not going to be as good. So are people fearing that, yes, this team could win maybe 14 games, but, oh, by the way, come playoff time, They're not going to be able to beat good teams if they can't move the football.
3: Absolutely. And, Tony, you're you're right on with one of the biggest complaints that happens with Broncos fans right now is that they've seen this story before. They've read this book. They've seen this team be one and done in the playoffs despite really good offensive performance. And that's what scares all the fans right now. And I I don't disparage them for that. But here's the scary stat. I want you to let this sink in for just a second, Tony. Peyton Manning has thrown 10 interceptions. And yet the Broncos in the turnover differential are a plus six. They're a plus six <laughs> when their quarterback has thrown 10 interceptions. Tony, that's an insane number. You and I both know that. That's not something that you normally see in the NFL. When your quarterback is struggling like that, you don't expect your defense to bail them out. And yet right now, week in and week out, this defense is bailing them out. Is it At some point, will the train come to a stop? At some point, will their luck wear out in the fourth quarter? Probably so. But I think at the same time, the fact that you have a team that can perform this well at defense, we've seen defensive-focused teams win with non-Hall of Fame quarterbacks. You and I both know that. We've seen it. Do I think Peyton Manning's going to suddenly explode here in the second half of the year? No, I don't. I think he's 39 years old. I think he's had 197 neck surgeries. I think he can't feel his fingertips. And I know that he's got problems. But at the same time, Tony, you have to look at a Hall of Fame quarterback with that enormous cranium of his and realize that he's going to keep finding ways to win games. And I think that's the faith that Broncos fans have to try to find a way to dial into.
4: Here's the other thing that the fans in Denver and others in here in Philly don't understand. You know, who's the who's your best option? I mean, Mark Sanchez is not horrible as a backup quarterback. They're far worse. But you can't turn over a team when you bring in a guy like Bradford and he's struggling in the middle part of the season. You hope he gets better. You hope he doesn't throw three interceptions a game. In fact, he had not thrown three interceptions since his first game as a rookie in St. Louis. So it's not something he does all the time. Yet, what's the option in Denver? I mean, the fans say, you know, we, we can't win with, with uh, who do they want, Dan Orlovsky? I mean, who the heck do they want? Do they want uh, Plummer? Do they want Jake Plummer back? Do they want uh, uh, Jake Cutler to come back?
3: Well, believe me, I, I do a show with Jake on a regular basis, Tony, and Joe, J- Jake could actually go out and play right now. i got to be honest with you, that guy's in great shape. But let's skip past that and realize that Broncos fans are saying, hey, we can't do any work worse with Brock Osweiler, who is obviously the backup. He's the kid out of Arizona State. I think it was a wasted draft pick when it happened, and that's not a knock on Brock. It's a knock on what John Elway did in the draft at the time. But everybody's ready to be able to crown him as the next quarterback. And I'm sorry, Tony, if you tell me a time in the NFL history that a team has started 6-0 and or 6-1, and even if they were to lose coming out of the bye week, that is going to bench a Hall of Fame quarterback for a kid that, that you haven't seen do anything. It just doesn't happen. Could Brock be a great quarterback? Maybe. But at this point, you have Peyton Manning. You know what you have in Peyton Manning. I think right now John Elway is the VP of the team, has a lot of faith in Wade Phillips and in this defense, and says we're just going to keep finding ways to win games. I don't think they're ready to hand the reins over to Brock Osweiler quite yet. But at the same time, as you know, we have fans. We have fans that are that – are, well, it, it, they think they know more than the coaching staff and more than the front office, and they want to see Brock Osweiler out there on the field. I'm sorry, I'm not ready for that yet. He's, he hasn't seen that kind of play. He hasn't seen the speed of the defenses. Can he ultimately good, be good? Maybe, but I already know what I have in Peyton Manning.
4: Nate Lundy's joining us from Denver, going to Vegas. Where's he going? Vegas,
1: baby, Vegas!
4: Exactly. Is this for business or pleasure, or just to get away from the noise? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't think I want to answer that question. <laughs> it's or pleasure. <laughs> but,
4: I'll,
3: but, I'll tell you, but I'll say this much. I'll say this much. Uh, Anthony, hop a flight. Let's have
4: some fun. Absolutely. Nate, all right, Nate, here's the other question, because we remember the Denver teams before, you know, before Peyton Manning, and they always would find three running backs that they can throw out there in a mix in no matter who it was. You go down the name of the list. They could throw anybody out there, and they would get 1,000 yards. So while it's all on Peyton Manning because he's the face of the franchise, why can't they run the football?
3: Because when they started their offensive line this season, Tony, they started off with four guys that had never basically played in the NFL. So you got five guys on the front, and you got four of them that, for all intents and purposes, hadn't done squat in the NFL. It's why they went out and got Evan Mathis because they were hoping somebody with a little bit of veteran not only would have been able to contribute on the field, but might be able to be a little bit of a kind of a coach and a mentor to these guys. Um, They've also had some injuries. We know about Ryan Clady, the pro bowler that got hurt during the summer. But they had to piecemeal this offensive line together. And so, you know what, I, I know you know my my fellow fantasy owners out there that are so frustrated with D.J. Anderson right now or with Ronnie Hillman or anybody else, it's not their fault. Frankly, this offensive line was put together with duct tape and bailing wire, and I'm surprised it's been able to hold up this long.
4: I'm glad you brought up Evan Mathis because my buddy Luigi Curto here on the podcast Who's, you know, And the Eagles obviously have struggled because they haven't addressed the offensive line. They allowed Evan they cut Evan Mathis, even though he wanted a renegotiation and he didn't get the five million that he was gonna get by sticking around here. And then they cut Todd Harriman's, who obviously can't even play in Indianapolis whose offensive line is bad. How good has Evan Mathis been there? Because people in Philly are complaining, you know, Chip Kelly got rid of two Pro Bowl offensive well Todd Harriman's hasn't been in the Pro Bowl in years. Evan Mathis missed half of the season last year. Is he a disappointment or is he helping that Denver team?
3: It depends on whether you had asked me the question right now or asked me three weeks ago, Tony. Three weeks ago, I would have told you he's a disappointment. I've seen more out of him. He seems to be gelling a little bit more. He's doing better with the guys that are on the offensive line with him right now. But when they first brought him in the first couple of games, we were sitting here in, in Denver going, okay, wait a minute. Why did we go get this guy? Now, again, this is a piecemeal offensive line. That's the problem is you've got guys that just haven't really gelled together. They haven't played together for more than a season. Mathis looked bad, and he admitted it. He admitted how bad he looked in the first couple of weeks. I think he's playing better. I'm hoping that that continues, but they got to come out of this bye week. we got to see what happens against an incredible Green Bay Packers team. They've still got to take on a very difficult schedule in November. That includes both the Packers and the Patriots, both of them, uh, thankfully, at home, but both of them as Sunday night primetime games. We'll see whether or not, not just Peyton, but you bring up a good point. He's the face of the franchise, and that's the reason why everybody wants to point fingers at him. But I'll tell you what, they have problems on on their offensive line cj anderson has not looked like the cj anderson from last year and until those things start to gel you can't expect a 39 year old peyton manning to be able to carry this team by himself he needs help he needs guys like evan mathis who looked bad to start the year and is starting to look a little better let's hope he continues
4: and that's what happens when guys play together even if they're not all pros and you've seen the same thing with the eagles offensive line horrible early but good pass protection right now you know, for 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 Sam Bradford, who, uh, despite the interceptions, is not really getting hit much. He's he's got time to throw. The Eagles have been having a hard time running the football, but certainly they're 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 establishing enough to make the passing lanes a little bit easier for him, despite the interceptions. Nate, I know you got to run, man. Six and zero. Oh, I guess the big. Can you take? Can we send Peyton Manning to Lords during the bye week, or the Fountain of Youth, or someplace where you can go and dip that arm somewhere and get you know get a couple, maybe one more good year. Of being able to throw the ball down the field. I kind of want. It.
3: I kind of want to send him up into the uh, Rocky Mountains here. There are some great hot springs. I just want him to go up there. I don't even want to try to visualize him in a swimsuit. Let's not go there. But I kind of want to send him up that direction and tell him to go sit in the mineral pools, relax for a little bit. We'll see you in a week, and hopefully you get some of that natural healing. But they definitely need it. But, Tony, you and I were on Twitter today talking about it. I've never seen a fan base so angry to be 6-0 uh, and <laughs> out there. I, there's a whole lot of teams in the NFL that would give just about anything to be 6-0. and Brother, it's great to talk to you, as always, and look forward to talking to you as the season goes along. Thanks, Tony.
4: Thank you, Nate. Have fun. Uh, safe travels. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Vegas! Vegas. And always bet on black. That's what I always say, whether you're in Vegas or anywhere else. Thanks, Nate. Nate Lundy, the program director, 104.3 The Fan in Denver. As you can hear the, the boarding call, perfect timing there. That was great. Was that? And you notice, once again, I got on Luigi. Yes, I got on I did, him. I brought I up Evan Mathis. <laughs> You know, who was a good player, no doubt about it. But he missed a lot of games, and you heard him. He looked awful early. But what happens with an offensive line when you try to – to me, it's the hardest part of any team to put together because you need mm-hmm. all five guys it takes all time at to the gel, same man. exact wavelength. One guy makes one mistake, the whole team The suffers. whole unit screwed. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's, that, that's to me why that's the hardest position to play to me. Center on a team, you, you really shouldn't be offside as a center because you've got the ball in your hand. But if you're a, a right guard, a left guard, and you haven't played much, and you're trying to be in sync with guys, it's really hard. And it takes You're seeing teams four, five, six games in, finally starting to get the hang of things as they play together. And that's the way it is on any team, not just the Eagles or Denver. It takes time, offensive lines time to gel. Well, look look at uh, just last,
2: last Monday night game with Eagles and Giants. The Giants had a, a rookie tackle, Dupree, in there. And the Eagles absolutely took mm-hmm. advantage of it. because And he was off sides, and he didn't know what he was doing mm-hmm. too much because – He's not used to playing with the
4: same And what guys? about John? But here's the amazing thing. John Gruden, who I love, and the guy knows yeah. football. At the very beginning of the game, I even heard it, and I tweeted it out. The first thing he said, well, he Oh, I love this Giants offensive line. He praises everybody. I love this Giants offensive line. And then the first drive, they look like world beaters. Yeah, yeah. You thought they were going to score on every possession, how easy they move the ball down the field. Right. But give uh, you know the much maligned defensive coordinator of the Eagles credit. You want to talk, forget about halftime adjustments. That guy made adjustments mm-hmm. two drives into the game. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty. That was that was pretty good. Just he the keyed latest, in on it. The
2: fly absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so
4: when you have you know that's why the whole thing about six and zero and they're not a good they're not a legit six and zero last year when the Eagles got off to a good start people were saying well yeah but they should have lost those games right everybody has an excuse you win a game that you may have lost it's like well hey, they're really not that good they should have lost. remember the indie game last year yeah oh they they're lucky they won they should have lost it well they didn't lose the game. And just like this year, they lost games that they probably... The Atlanta game, Mm -hmm. they could have won that game. The Washington game. You know why Washington beat them? Because the Eagles got zero pressure on Kirk Cousins. And I even tweeted the stats out. Kirk Cousins has played six games this year, right? In the two wins he has against the Philadelphia Eagles, and I don't even remember who else they beat. Did they beat Dallas? Their two wins, he was not sacked and not pressured, and he threw zero interceptions, and they won. In the four losses... Of the Washington Redskins, Kirk Cousins threw two interceptions in each of those games, and they lost all four of those games where he threw two interceptions. Which brings me to the point about the Bradford hysteria and about, the guy's throwing five interceptions in the end zone in two weeks. Right. But they won the damn games. If he threw five interceptions and they lose the games when he throws interceptions. That's knee-jerk. That you can say knee-jerk reactions. that What the people in Washington are saying. They're already saying, oh, it's got time to make a change. Right. All fans want their quarterbacks benched when they throw interceptions and they lose the game. Mm. Bradford's interceptions have not cost them a game. That's the amazing thing. So obviously, if he keeps doing it, it will cost them a game. Right. And the other argument about, well, the Eagles haven't played anybody. Well, let yeah, me give a, you a little stat 90, right here. 80% of the teams stink. They the whole league stinks. There's right. five undefeated teams, right? Yeah. You know how many teams are have winning records are above 500 in the rest of the NFL? So you've got five teams that are undefeated. How many other? Let me give you a little trivia here. How many other teams? Now, don't look it up, Joe. I'm not. I can try to name them for you. <laughs> there are only five teams in the entire NFL. Okay. Besides the undefeated teams. Okay. That have winning records. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Who are they? Let's go with the uh, Atlanta Falcons. Correct.
2: Uh, let's go with the New York Jets. Correct. Four and one. Uh, we
4: will go with the Philadelphia Eagles. No, they're three. They're five hundred. You got. It's gotta oh be no, it's a, gonna be five. Oh, I'm sorry, it's gotta be above, above five hundred. Okay. Um, San Diego Chargers. The San Diego Superchargers are. Where's the AFC stand? <laughs> well, there? no, I
2: know Arizona definitely is.
4: Yeah, okay. Arizona. Arizona's four and two. Arizona got the Jets. hmm Atlanta. Right. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers are four and two. Right. Then you got in the NFC East. Nobody's over five hundred. Uh. Then you've got the uh, Green Bay Packers are undefeated. Yes. Minnesota's 3-2. and two. The Vikings three quietly, two? Yeah. yeah. The Minnesota Vikings quietly. Right. They and Teddy Bridgewater one. is not exactly lighting it up. But they, beat they the, don't. Beat they, the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs. They don't score a lot of points, but they don't give up a lot of points. They've yeah. got a really good defense. They do have a good defense. And the Minnesota Vikings don't sleep on the Vikings. Right. Because when you're looking at potential wild card teams, are they going to catch the Green Bay Packers in that division? No. no. No way. But when you talk about wild cards down the road, don't count it because you got the Falcons at 5-1, and one, and the Panthers, obviously, the two best teams in that division. So you assume, unless there's a collapse, that uh, both of those teams are likely going to be in the playoffs. So the question is, who will be the second wild card in the NFC? And, you know, nobody in the NFC East is going to, the, to be a wild card team. It's going to be, you win the division, you're in, everybody else is out. Can we all agree on that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. There's
4: not going to be a wild card from the division. No, that yes. wild
2: card's coming out of the NFC South. Exactly. It'll either be Carolina or Atlanta, whichever one... Whichever one uh, finishes second. There's so, just no way.
4: It's amazing how yeah. many bad teams, how many mediocre teams there are in the NFL six weeks into the season. And I bring up another stat about the Eagles. They're plus 34 in point differential at 3-3. Three and three. They've scored 144 points, Luigi. Mm-hmm. You know how many other teams have scored that many points in the NFC? Zero? No, that is not correct. Four? What is Hold this on. here? Hold on. A guessing game here? I just wanted the sound drop. I'll give you there are only There are only three teams that have scored more points than the Philadelphia Eagles through six games. Hold on. I'll tell you the Arizona, yeah, right. The Arizona Cardinals? Correct. Arizona scored 203 points in six games. The Green Bay Packers? The Green Bay Packers have scored 164 points in six games. And how about... This is easy, man. No, you think it's easy? It's very. It easy. may look easy. I didn't even have to look <laughs> may this look up. Easy, but may it's look hard. easy, but it's hard. Thank you. <laughs> the yeah. New York Giants? No, it's a. It's the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, the Atlanta Falcons. So, it, it, well, it, they're kind of frigazy. So I can see why you would. It, Arizona scored two hundred and three points. Atlanta scored one eighty-three. Green Bay one sixty-four, and the Philadelphia Eagles one forty-four. And all those other three teams are all very, very strong. Four-two, mm. five and one, six and zero. Oh. And the rest of the league is mediocre. It is, or stinks. And here is another one. The Eagles have given up 110 points in their first six games. How many other teams have given up fewer points in the NFC? In the NFC? Yes. Uh,
2: through six games.
4: See. Through six games now.
2: The Carolina Panthers?
4: No. There was only one. Now, they didn't play six. Carolina's only, only played play five. five. Okay, okay. There's so only they one other six. team that's they given up fewer points. The Green Bay Packers, 101 in six games. The Eagles have given up 110 in their six games. So there's only one other team in the entire conference through six games because Vikings have given up 83. They've only played five. Mm-hmm. Carolina's given up 94. They've only played five, and they play the Eagles on the Sunday night game. So while all these people are panicking, you've got to look at the other stats that matter points allowed, points given up, and, and, and the Eagles' defense is taking the ball away. Nate Lundy talked about how you know, Denver is so. Elway's thrown Elway. Uh, Peyton Manning, so 10 interceptions, but they're still plus 14 or something because they're taking the ball away from the other yeah, team. Yeah, The defense scores every week. Yeah, that's how they The defense, that's how – you're absolutely right. Yeah. And that's how the Eagles – they look like the Ravens of, uh, you know, recent times. And a couple of years no, ago, I don't the know, Eagles I don't before Flocka. Before Flocka. Not before Flocka, though. Not before Flocka. Before I don't think you – That's That's Miami. <laughs> 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 I don't think
2: you can compare to uh, Peyton Manning to Tony Banks and Trent. No, Milker no, no, but I mean, no.
4: No, no, definitely not. But I mean where the defense is actually winning the game. You probably. know what will help Peyton Manning? Same thing that helps. Uh, a running game. Exactly. Get mm-hmm. the damn ball it's running. It's the same thing that would help uh, Bradford. It's the yeah. same thing that ha- would help Nick Foles. All yeah. these teams that are struggling offensively have one thing in common. Mm-hmm. They don't run the football. And here's the right. thing,
2: too, Tony. You bring it. G- Gary Kubiak's your head coach. When's the last time you saw a Gary Kubiak um, head team that
4: – can't run the damn ball. That's what he's known for. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Peyton Manning's been sacked twelve times, so he's taking sacks. So he's getting hit a lot. He's not getting rid of the ball as fast as he used to. And you said it earlier when we were talking to Nate, and it's one of the things I remember. Right. You go through the running backs. Forget Terrell Davis. I mean, he was an All Pro. He helped mm-hmm. them win the Super Bowl. Tony. He. Made, but after that, they had Mike Bell. They would throw guys in there you've never heard Tony, of. They made they made Pro Bowlers. Okay,
2: out of guys like Mike Anderson. Mm-hmm. Okay. You go to Travis Henry, mm-hmm. but that's not even like the, the obscure names. You got guys like um,
4: uh, Olindis Gary, for God's sake. Exactly. Sakes. How uh, soon we forget Olindis Gary? Yes. You,
2: know, you got um, Jesus, who else? Who, who else was on that team that stunk so bad? Was Ruben my- Drones. Ruben Drones, okay, got a fat contract. That dude ran for 1,400 yards. Fourteen hundred yards. And yard where endeavor. is he now, Ruben Re- Jones, He just uh, uh, what was it? The uh, the Wawa right off of uh, yeah, yeah yeah. Oh okay, I thought
4: it was Yakima. Attempt. No 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 no, no. it's the Wawa off of. Uh, did he uh, make it in time for Hoagie Fest? He did. No, he was making <laughs> he was <homies> behind for <laughs> Hoagie Fest. He was behind Rendell. <laughs> Ridiculous man.
2: I'm just Ed saying Ed like Rendell they who should the, be
4: at Wawa <laughs> making Hoagie?
2: They have been known forever to pull guys off the street yep. and and rush for a thousand yards. And you're telling me. A guy like Gary Kubiak, whose expertise is running the damn football. He's got three guys back there and they can't even get three yards of carry. And so everybody puts it on the
4: quarterback, though. Every team puts it on the quarterback. But you know what? You think Peyton, you know how Peyton Manning gets better? How? With a running game. Yep. That's how everybody gets better. Run the damn look at look at the Giants on Monday night. The Giants were a pretty decent running team, right? And they couldn't run the ball against the Eagles. And what happens? Eli Manning has to throw, right? and, and the Eagles put the pressure on exactly. Exactly. Do you think that
2: a, a, a part of the reason that Peyton – I'm sorry, that they're having a hard time getting the running game going is that defensive coordinators are just not afraid of him passing the ball and beating him with his arm anymore. They're just stacking the box now. And you Absolutely. Can't Absolutely. They're, just, they're not they're playing dark. zone coverage anymore. They're just playing straight up, man. And Evan Mathis and right is right not
4: now. getting it done. That's why Chip Kelly let him go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, we got more stuff yeah, tonight. We're all laughing, we We got time. fun stuff going on. We want to thank everybody, yes. by the way, listening to Podcast One. All the great sponsors who allow me and the whole gang here to do this podcast for you absolutely free every week. You don't have to pay for this. You don't have to sign a subscription. That's what's great about the show. I want to thank Podcast One and all our great sponsors for making it happen. Miss Robin will have some updates, including the NFL. It's getting a lot of people upset about what's a catch, what's not a catch. Mm -hmm. Right, Every week there's some crazy stuff going on. Robin has some news tonight on how the NFL is making it better for man, for women,
0: like, correct. not for men,
4: of course, not making well, it better for fantasy players. There might be
0: some men that it was making it better for. Not
4: it. making it better for <laughs> people who have fantasy teams and see a guy catch a touchdown that you think is a touchdown, but then it's ruled not a touchdown. Right. You're or a guy like, like, a like Golden realism. Tate who really didn't score a touchdown and fumbled right. a ball in that Bears game. So many examples. Yet they called it a touchdown and players, I was watching inside the NFL, yes. you know, and guys like Brandon Jennings are saying, I don't know what a touchdown is anymore. You know, nobody receivers have no idea. Megatron Mm -hmm. came out and said, "I have no idea what a touchdown catch is anymore, Mm -hmm. or what's a catch." And this all goes back to the Dez Bryant play last year. Right, right. This This is what's been embarrassing. This is what's really forced the NFL to go overboard in trying to get it right. Because the thing that's absurd about the catch not a catch rule, especially in the end zone, you know, having control all the way down, is a running back could be running. And get the ball out and barely touch the goal. Forget about going completely over the goal line, right? All he has to do is touch white, right? Mm. All he has to do is touch white or touch the pylon. Yes. And the ball can fall out of his hands before he hits his hand on the ground. And they rule that a touchdown, right? Right. Yes, yeah, that's the way it is. I but know. a guy has to catch the ball, come down, control it, control it, all the way to the ground, mm-hmm. control it. If he falls out of bounds, all the way to the ground, not have it I pop hate out. That rule, it good. is the dumbest rule. Yeah. Because he's got it. He's clearly got it. He What's the it difference a between second? a running back going to the goal line, stretching out, and then barely touching white and the ball pops out and they call it a touchdown because it broke the plane. Because it he should have to it. break the plane. There's the thing. But it doesn't matter. You're still breaking no, the plane of the goal right. line. No, fa- you're right. You're, you're right. I'm not disagreeing. He doesn't finish. What I'm saying is the running back who puts the ball down yes. and it pops out of his hands, that co- that's called a touchdown, even though he doesn't complete the play, which is the rule that they use to explain the stupid catch in the end zone being a completed catch. Tony, completed I, catch. I
2: don't disagree with you. I think the rule is completely stupid. What I'm saying is the reason why they don't call it that way for the receivers is because what they're really saying is he didn't have possession of the
4: catch. He does. Once he has the ball and his feet are down, he does. To me, coming down all the way right, but when and you, maintaining. But this is the Des Bryant rule. I'm i know telling that you it ju- is. I, I think Dez caught the damn ball. What Dude. I'm saying is mm. when
2: you ju- when you juggle
4: that ball. I thought he you caught your, the ball too, but since it's the Cowboys, I don't really care. For
0: me, <laughs> <laughs> well, for somebody that doesn't even really understand the rules that much, I look at those two rules and they seem to totally contradict each other. Because together.
2: here it is. Because, like I said, when you catch the ball, you have to comp- – complete the process this is where the rule gets stupid tony like you said once he breaks the plane he's in there after it doesn't make any sense because once he does break the plane shouldn't matter whether he has the ball, complete control of the ball or not but a reception is only a reception when the ball is secured so if it's moving even a little bit they're going to
4: call it an incomplete
2: pass it's stupid it, is, it stupid is stupid
4: because like i said he clearly has it he clearly has and it by the ball. way in the golden tate catch in the detroit lions first win did he have that ball without Absolutely. Absolutely. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he did. Yes, he did. I would, I would think under the old rules, that's a touchdown. But that's why I'm surprised they went and reviewed it and called it a touchdown. Because under the rules that I've seen explained, he catches the ball, he's in the end zone, he makes one step, but it pops out, then it's intercepted. So he didn't come all the way down with possession. But the, of the ball, ball broke the plane. That always breaks the plane. When a guy catches a ball and he has both feet in and he gets the tight roll back, and mm-hmm. he catches the ball right and his feet both feet come down which is a touchdown he catches it he goes all the way to the ground and he's out of bounds and then as he's finished as he hits the ground it pops out mm-hmm. how was that not a touchdown it how's that a, a catch it's a no touchdown. it's not he has to fiddle, follow all the way through to the mm-hmm. ground hold on to the ball even long after he's come down to the ground if it pops out of his hand or moves out of his hand not a catch not a catch not a touchdown it's stupid it, it, they've made it more confusing Instead of simplifying it, they've made it more difficult. Yeah, they've swung so far in the other direction. And you know what that ridiculous. is? It's an outrage! Yeah, uh, the president Damn agreed. right. Meanwhile, Joe will have a Chloe and Lamar update tonight, too, because he follows these kinds of things closely. When he's not at a bordello in Nevada... <laughs> <laughs> Keeping track of what's going on out there with our good friend tracking Dennis, herbal Viagra, Dennis Hoff at the Love Ranch and all the other ranches. He's got, he got a up. live
2: feed at his house. Joe does. Yeah, I oh, do. He does. does.
4: I, do. I know. We had him on the show. Remember? I know. Yeah. He gave me an open invite. I'm taking Have up. Have you on been out him. there? Well, not. The whole, I wonder not if Nate recently. Lundy's going out. Next time I go out to the desert, I'm going to yes. comb the desert, as they said, it's space balls. <laughs> comb <Calm> the desert. <laughs> Here <are> we are, <laughs> folks. <family? laughs> <laughs> The best. By the way, we have a Miss Robin update before we continue. Ah, all right. I oh. haven't even said anything to her all day, but she's got this uh hair thing going tonight.
0: Yeah, I to like, it. She's, actually,
4: what is that Luigi, thing there?
0: Luigi asked me. He's is like, that a burqa A starter
4: do, kit? It's Ramadan. <laughs> <laughs> Are we facing Mecca tonight? <laughs>
0: He's like, Did you get your hair cut? You have bangs. And I said, No, actually, this is these are not my bangs.
4: You got a piece in there? No. Oh. That's what
0: he thought. He goes, Oh, Robin, you did a piece. You got I a partial?
4: Said, I said, Joe had one earlier before the show actually. He was oversatisfied. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I said, This is no, this is actually my hair, but it's not my bangs. I did what I guess you would call a comb forward.
4: Not a comb-over?
0: It's no. not a comb-over. It's a comb-over. Comb, so comb all a, over. This yeah. is my hair pulled up and then over, and then I put it so you can't see that it's not it's my like not. But it's not bangs. fake hair, though. No, this is my real hair. Wow. It's just it's just. And from what the inspired
4: back. you today? Or well, yes. we're late for an appointment so that you can do your new do, <laughs> so to speak. Not do the do. No. Do the new do. The b fifty-two. Because
0: I was looking <laughs> at... Yeah, were well, you
4: just watching that? No, that's a B-52, like one of the yeah. chicks in the B-52s. Like yeah. like yeah. Remember that? Yeah. you yeah. were doing. Shack, we baby. were singing Love Shack. Yeah. yeah. Love Shack. What's the Rock other B-52 Lobster. song? That was it. Rock Lobster. Rock Lobster. Yes. Lobster. Yes. phenomenal yeah. B-52 Rock Lobster. Lobster. knowledge right there. Love the B-52s. <laughs> those songs, those are two songs. When they, whenever you hear those songs, Rock Lobster... Or Love Shack? Sure. Do you not start bopping your head? Goddamn right I do. Why do you have to say goddamn right? Because I want to
2: emphasize how right it We're is. We're going
4: blue tonight. That's really right, though. I would say that that's a good right <laughs> as opposed yeah. to a bad right. You
2: a la right, man.
4: Damn right. <laughs> Meanwhile... So
0: anyway, you didn't say whether you like it or not.
4: I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. But what's the black thing? It's like a mesh net over it. No,
0: this is just a headband. All the
4: kids are wearing that now. This is a
0: headband. Is that like a woman?
4: Is that like stockings? Like fishnet stockings that you put over your head? Like guys used to wear like like stocking caps and stuff? Like like headbands. Do rags?
0: (laughs) It's a lace headband to hide the fact that these are not real bangs. That it's like actually my ponytail pulled over. So you
4: did a comb forward. I did a
0: comb forward. I like it.
4: But you have bangs.
0: No, I don't anymore. They're all totally grown out, and that—that's what prompted me. I was looking at pictures because you were having me look up something the other day, and I was going. Just because all you have
4: a five head doesn't mean you have to overdo it. Right? <laughs> yes, five.
0: yes, I do. I do. <laughs> Says somebody with that's a all right, ten head. That's right. I have
4: a ten head. head. So I, I don't, it's not when you say somebody has a five head. That's not an insult, is it? Well, saying somebody oh, yeah. has a five head and insult. I'm trying
0: to see well, how I mean. to take it as a I compliment. So. Yeah,
4: exactly. <laughs> how are you spinning this one, wizard? Hmm. Yeah, I you mean know, it's really. like other people. Like you see people on TV, especially guys who have the big widow's peak. Yes, and their foreheads are like two inches, and then the hairline starts. Yeah, that that the, judge, judge judge Napolitano. You ever yes. see that guy? Yes, Judge Andrew, Napolitano. Judge Andrew, Andrew Napolitano. Napolitano. Fox News, the yeah. guy has no forehead. Right. Like his eyebrows and and, e- and there's like two inches, and that's where his hair that's starts. That's where the hair starts. Yeah.
0: And his comb back. Those aren't like just like his hair moved.
4: No, that's like no, where no, the hair no, starts. Actual, okay. No, I know what Tony told.
0: You. His okay. actual
2: hairline starts like right above the, his eyebrow. Yeah, yeah. Goes up. Yes. So is that? Wow. No,
4: that that's just different hairlines. Yeah. So saying somebody has a five head should not be construed as an insult to oh, all you five heads. Okay. Out here. Not if it's covered not, by hair, because you can't really know. And it's if really because what what is it's it normally a term called? Of endearment. I what is it mean, normally called? Now, yes. What is it normally called? A forehead. A forehead. Right. So a five head is really not that big. You just, you're just adding another skosh.
0: Just dig the hole. Another one. <laughs> if we
4: it. have four heads. Just get
0: out the shovel, Tony. Yeah, yeah, five head four four heads four doesn't heads than one. If Tony. you
4: say you have an eight head, really, or right. a ten head like I have, we're losing our five head audience as we speak. <laughs> they're, tu- they're tuning out, Tony. Exactly. You're talking about me being be, be politically correct. Yeah. We're not <laughs> talking <laughs> grooming tonight, though. We're really? not going to no, go, no, go back, back there. Be grooming. No, no male grooming tonight. I, like Although, Louise, you look like you've had your eyebrows done since last week. No, I had them done the week of the podcast, though, last week. Oh, is that why you were so angry last week? No, I wasn't angry. When you Ridiculous. told me,
2: when you t- when you said, "Have you ever had your eyebrows?" Said, Hell yeah! I just came back.
4: Now trim. Uh, I'm not talking about clocked. No. I'm talking about just. Yeah, I, I have it. Like have today, a... the other day, I was in my car and I saw my eyebrows were like they were. I don't comb them. You should have drive But been I noticed driving, I had honey. horns that were sticking up, so what I came is... home and you know what I did? I combed them all straight what up. You possessed? And I just got a pair of scissors and just neatly trimmed it. But I didn't like shape them. and That's shape what I do. I do. I, I, had had the, a... I do the
2: I do the self scissors. Yeah, you know, you don't want to look like you have horns, right? I had you a woman today tell me that she wished she had my eyebrows.
4: Really? Yep. I love when uh, the women paint them completely on, when they like. Yeah, that's shave. a little ridiculous. Yeah, they, they shave l- it and then when they Or they do paint. like a lightning
2: bolt. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Show
4: right. me your lightning bolt. Exactly. <laughs> the best is where it's like when nine do, feet above the eye. they do the arch
2: all the way up here. <laughs> yeah, all the way and up, And they move yeah.
4: their eyelids up, but the, but the <laughs> eyebrow doesn't move. It just it's, stays still. Yeah, it's big of Miami <laughs> <It's> Beach. awesome. <laughs> Usually a blue hair when that's the case. <laughs> No, I've seen a lot of young chicks do that yeah, too. They're no. doing it now too. Yeah. Please. They do the whole eyebrow. No more. That's the end of the grooming session. but I, I like, yes. I just, I, I I just, I like the Robin look. I, I want to like beg too.
0: out there, please somebody find a woman with hair so that we can get that <laughs> bet. What bet? The bet that we made it in the a last wasn't was a deal. It, well, that's a bet. It's a deal. It's a deal <laughs> that if we can find a woman with hair, yes. And Wim, can, most
4: women have hair. Well, I would hope well, so. No, with facial hair Unless With facial oh, hair.
0: That, I thought you were going to bring that, in
4: what's her name again, and, and uh, shave the chick that shaved it, her head on Saturday Night Live.
0: Then Luigi oh, Shine- will get waxed O'Connor. down yeah, there. Sinead
4: O'Connor. We're not yes. talking that look. Exactly.
0: No, but we're, he's going to get waxed. And I'm going to film it.
4: Nice. <laughs> now, which part? Eyebrows waxed, right? No. No,
0: no. Down we gonna there. Film?
4: We can't film that down no, there. You even on a podcast, it. you can't do that. I know.
0: That, I'm right. not going to film that. I'm going to film his face. We'll do the tidbits on YouTube.
4: Yeah. We'll get it all out there. You're not getting under the undercarriage. We have a preview of what that would sound like. Exactly right. That's the other carriage, yes. I would rather be waterboarded than have someone. Wax me it's down. Too, there. too
0: late. He made the deal. It's it's there. It's could we get there.
4: him waterboarded on the podcast? No, <laughs> <laughs> It's not that kind of show. I mean, people <laughs> would tune in. Yeah. You can follow Tony us, Tony Bruno, us.
2: live from Guantanamo Bay. <laughs>
4: Hopefully hey, it'll, it'll be a, it'll be empty soon. We could look. We could exactly. look there. Yeah, it's a good say. Yeah. It's a good summer project. Absolutely. From the, Absolutely. Yeah, it's right in right in Cuba. Like, right yeah, on yeah, the we're water. Open, we're opened up again. We, we it's could do it from the
2: prior home of the Camden River Shores. Tony there.
4: exactly.
0: Before you do that, Tony, that the one of the updates that I have. For tonight, I, I think that there are some of these uh, Bengals guys that might have had that procedure happen. Yes. And we know because we can see it on video.
4: Yes. Bengals, who? The Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, all right. Date- we'll have that update. Well, we're going to do the update yeah, now. Well, we
0: might as well do it really all quick right. right now. Dateline. Dateline,
4: uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> no, no, we're done with the Back to the
0: Future. <laughs> the Buffalo Locker Room. Mm. Where the Bengals were having a post-game shower.
4: Why would the Buffalo Bills be in the uh, (laughs) Bengals locker room having a post-game shower? Well, it was, you know.
0: Excuse me. Sorry. It was the Cincinnati Bengals (laughs) victory over the Buffalo Bengals. And they were in the. Buffalo Bills, right. Buffalo Bills. And they were in the Bengals locker room. But I think it was at, at Buffalo, right? Yes,
4: they played at Buffalo, and the Bengals remained That's undefeated. That's why I said In Buffalo. my only loss of the weekend, when I gave out four hot dogs. Deep Deep hot. <gasps> I gave you Five, four two. dog picks, and the, and the stinking Bills were the only loser. Like I gave it, you dog. Miami as a lock. Where were my other locks? I had four underdogs. Mm-hmm. The Miami Dolphins, I had, uh, I don't remember. I'll find them. But you know, go to my website, TonyBrunoShow.com, look for the picks. And then I came back with a Monday night lock, four and one in the last five selections. Oh, you were all over to Saints, too, on Thursday, weren't you? Saints last yeah. Thursday. I mean, I'm going to have yeah, to go to and five I didn't, li- I didn't like the Saints Thursday. I love that Got game. Screwed. I love that pick. All right, let's go back to the locker room live. And your correspondent, who doesn't know where she is, no. Miss Robin.
0: I said that we were in Buffalo, which I was correct.
4: Niagara anyway. Falls. All right. <laughs> Slowly, Slowly I return, turn. Step by step. That's good, no, good they Orchard Park. Out.
0: Thank you very much. <laughs> but the NFL Network was airing an interview when they accidentally made the mistake of showing... What they normally should not show in the background—naked dudes. Yes, several of them, Mm. and 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 you can see pretty much everything for quite a while. Like you would think that a producer or somebody would go, go to camera two, go to camera two. There's only
4: one camera though, Robin. Well, but something—they don't have like they don't put a multiple camera shoot in a locker room
0: or cut back to studio or something. Nobody said anything. Now, I don't blame the reporter because the reporter's doing the interview. They don't normally they don't see what the camera guys doing. They can't see the angle. They right. can't see what's going on. Right. But there had to have been at least two or three people that really? could see what was going on in the background. The people in the truck, the cameraman himself, right. the people, the, the producer in the, the back gracious. in the, yes. <laughs> That's at the NFL network. Says. So
4: And we so have we, we have one of the uh, players actually uh Yes responding when he realized he was on camera
3: you know what they say <laughs> see a broad to get that booty act <laughs> leg
4: down <laughs> a smack on yeah there you go. oh, got the beat. he was right. applying gold bond powder at that time <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: my my favorite though is when they do get back to the studio
4: how many naked I didn't see the shot I heard about it but oh, how many it, naked guys at
0: least three or four in the background and they don't know I mean they they're they're thinking they're just hanging out they're just yeah well, they're yeah. hanging in all
2: fairness they're doing what they're supposed to be doing that's right that's their house that's their house that's their their house, Being you know what man. they say, though, right? right?
4: You come into our house, you should get your behind kick. Exactly.
0: But the uh, the anchors at NFL <laughs> Game Day were laughing, and when right. they come back, they they said, "Wow, what an interview." That was interesting. shady right. no McCoy in, in there, or he uh, <laughs> no, was e. at a manual in there. He was at
4: a stag party. Uh, was it a uh, was shady? That a, it was a female reporter in there, right?
0: No, 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 no. It was a male reporter. Okay. It was a male reporter interviewing. Um, I don't think I
2: remember? don't think there should be any reporter or any, was... or anyone that's not a player
4: or coach allowed in a locker room. Oh no, no, no. See,
0: all. you don't understand when you when because I've been in in a locker room and and right after a game and you you have how come protocol.
4: I'm not allowed to go in women's locker rooms that's right after I'm the game? Son, you ever been in Turkish prison? Yes, and I have seen a grown. Own man naked. No, <laughs> Many what
2: I am saying that. is, though, is that everything that's going okay. You are interviewing one person, right? But everything that's going on behind that person is now public business. No, that what, locker room is private domain. You should not be allowed in there. You want to interview somebody, you get them on the way in. You get them on male the, or f- no, male or, saying female. Saying male like, or female, or
0: Normally, what at the cameraman, it's their responsibility to know what is going on in the background, and they usually use certain angles so that you can't see everything.
4: Correct. There's, there shouldn't be a wide shot. No, but you know what teams do. Here's what they do: at the end of the game, they have a podium. They bring the head coach out, and they bring out one of the star right. players. Right. So if you're going to go in with a live camera to get other players, right. you in better be prepared room. for what's, what's exactly. Going on that's in there. that's the that's the uh, that's the that's the the camera guy's right. problem. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So if you get the shift, I mean that's you know, well normally one way or the other. No- <laughs> Normally, don't they go in there just like a, like a recorder like we have? And a microphone like a reporter?
2: Like right. Like, There's there are no
0: cameraman. Networks and sir, I think it's only like the the NFL network and maybe a couple of the really big networks are allowed to bring camera. You have to get pre-approved. Of course. With the understanding that the camera people know what the heck they're you know doing. Who's so, in the, you
4: know who's cameras in the locker room in every stadium in America? The NFL network. The NFL films. Because you see it. When you watch inside the NFL? Yeah. Or they show yeah. it on post. The, 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 the players all gather around the head coach, and the head coach does this, hey, man, yeah, we did it today, boys. Hey, hey, yeah. Right, right, right. One, two, three Bengals, and yeah. And they, yeah, Andy so Reid starts you're, dancing. You're allowed to do that stuff, because you, you ac- if you have access, you go into the locker room. There's not somebody barging in. Yeah, but the cameras are only on. Only and it was on, Albert Breer was doing the interview right. on NFL Network. But those NFL Network cameras are
2: only on for certain segments, or they only, mm-hmm. or they only no. show certain things. They may be rolling through, throughout
4: the. No, you know, no but time I, I see time. the angle. The angle is Albert Breer is interviewing a guy against his locker, but the a space in between Albert Breer and the player he's interviewing mm-hmm. shows the rest of the locker room right. In, right. In, in a wide and shot. That is,
0: and and what the, the camera should have
4: been turned toward right. his stall, and then it would have been just him. Yes. Exactly. So I don't know whether to blame Albert Breer. No,
0: it's the camera guy. No,
4: but Albert Breer's got to say, hey, get up against the locker, because the rest of the locker, he's not like at the front of the locker room. The back of the <laughs> locker room is fully exposed, as were many of the guys in there.
0: <laughs> well, let's just, needless to say, it was a very enjoyable uh, interview for me to watch. Oh, I was going
4: to say, yeah. <laughs> Did one of the guys, I, said, I can't find the drop, though, oh. because I know I have it in here, and it would be appropriate, but it's not appropriate if I say it. Right. It's only appropriate if I play it. Right. And I can't find it, damn it. It's
2: all right. We'll, we'll get back to it somewhere during the All right. We'll
4: find it. In the meantime, let me tell you about sh- fantasy. You're talking about fantasies. A lot of women's <laughs> fantasies to go into a men's locker room. Right. Right. Women play fantasy Obviously. football, too. And you know about fantasy football. Season-long fantasy football. It goes strong. People still play season-long fantasy. But you know what it's all about now. Not waiting all 16 weeks. Guys get hurt every week. Guys like Luigi go crazy because his players get hurt. Just gets new players next week. Get him out of here. Get him out, as my man Harry Mays once said. When you got a player who's not playing well, you got a player who's not getting you points on fantasy, you know what you tell him? Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Thank you, Harry. DraftKings.com is America's favorite one week fantasy football spot. You get paid every week. One week fantasy, no season long commitments. You already know that. You got an injured player that we just said, no problem. It's a new season every week. You're never stuck with the same stiffs. And get this, DraftKings is crowning a new millionaire every week this season. That means you could turn your love of football into a a payday of a lifetime or parlay it into a payday of a lifetime, too. Just pick your players, pile up points, pick up the cash, baby! You've never experienced fantasy football (laughs) like this. This isn't fantasy as usual. This isn't naked guys in a locker room. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Hurry to DraftKings.com right now. Use promo code BRUNO, B-R-U-N-O. Play for free with your first deposit in this Sunday's $1 million fantasy football contest, where first place takes home hundred dollars Enter BRUNO for free entry now, only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. <laughs>
1: The big podcast with Shaq is huge this week as we're joined by the host of the Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon. Shaq, uh, unfortunately, not as not as killer at the impressions as you are, Jimmy. He's <laughs> <seems> quite awful. <laughs> we're going to see. If, we're going to see how many Shaq can rattle off here and how many you're able to guess. I did not have relationships with this woman. Well, I'm going to say it's, but it sounds sounds like a Ronald Reagan impression. <laughs> uh, Ronald Reagan doing a Bill Clinton impression. You're right. Yes, you got it you're right, right. <laughs> Jimmy. I like the
2: pudding pop. When I come through the set, I want to get some Bill pudding pops. Hey. That's right. Okay.
1: Okay. Have to do uh, with the thing. <laughs> yes, with the thing. Hey, this is not bad. We can take this on the road. Yes. yes. <laughs> the big podcast with Shaq. That's
4: me. It's up right now at podcast1.com.
1: This is the Tony Bruno Show.
4: And the whole gang gathered around the podcast. Not the radio anymore. It could be your phone. It could be right. in your car. How many people are now posting when they listen to the podcast in their car because it shows up on their little yeah, computer shows screen, the right? The internet in your car. That's awesome when you see the podcast on in the car screen. People yeah. have yeah, We've
2: had, we've had uh, tons of people tweet yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. I like listen, that. And oh. One
4: guy from a smart TV. Yes. Yeah. Guy got his brand new smart TV, popped it up. I on have the one. I podcast. watched my podcast on it. I have a dumb TV. So well, yeah. It's, 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 you know. I have a, that's in the bedroom. You yeah. know, we should
0: do some kind I of I still contest.
4: have UHF on mine. <laughs> I still have the rotary. You dial. have the rabbit ears? I just found a tape recorder last night. I've been lucky. With, remember I told you I found yeah. in my mom's basement my cassette deck? Yeah, the cassette Somebody deck. in my look mom's neighborhood put out a reel-to-reel machine in the trash. Yeah, look at that. Not only did they put it out for the taking, because I don't go pe- through people's trash. It was the middle <laughs> of the afternoon, and there was like <laughs> in front of the house. Driving. No, this was right in There's front of the house. Trash picking in South Philly. And I'm thinking, you know, people put stuff on. they write free. Yeah, free. Their stuff. They didn't have a sign, but Take they, had, me. they had the tape recorder. They had a box with a tape in it, and they had 2 retake take-up reels. Sure, they were throwing us away. Tony. Yeah, they were because why would they put it in front of their house? You say what's in the box? I don't know. Man. And, uh, yeah, no, it wasn't even a box. Right. It was sitting there. So I was looking and I was wondering if somebody was going to come out, but they put it out, on, and that's what people do—they put stuff they don't want outside, sure. So people come by early. Cats, kids—it's it's a crazy thing. Yeah, I put out some furniture last week that people come around; they'll take it. You know what I mean? People find so I—I I don't have a reel-to-reel machine, and I have all these tapes of my old stuff, yeah. so I'm going to be able to, and it works. We popped on the tape last night, and there was a tape of a guy doing square dancing calling. What? Yes. I swear
1: to God. <laughs> what? Square dancing? Wait, point. so they, they we'll, still
4: had the reels in there? In the, the reel, yeah. The there reel? was yeah. one reel. Wow. The reel wasn't on the machine. All the right. machine was closed. But it was separate. And then they had a box with a reel, a full reel And they were on throwing it. all that out? What, what's the matter it was that? just one reel of tape, one take-up reel, and a smaller tape. You might up have reel. the Zabruda film on there. You, I you don't know, have... but Robin was listening. I said, what is this? It was a guy doing... Texas Square Dance Calling. Wow. Yeah,
0: like, we'll like, play some
4: of that next very week. Very common in South Philly, by the way. Exactly. Yeah. 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 A lot of square dancing. Yes. Hey, Tony, actually, uh, Patty Tyson Perkshack's in. She says, speaking <laughs> of eight tracks, uh, Corey Wells from Three Dog Night passed away. Yes, I mentioned that yes, at the yeah. beginning of the show. We'll have to play. Uh, Corey Wells was the founder and lead singer of Three Dog so Night. Bomb. What great voice, a great, great voice. And a great group. Mm-hmm. So many hits. Yep. In fact, I just heard a Three Dog Night song in the grocery store the other day. And I said, Robin, who did this? and she did not recognize it. Uh, and I oh had to give her one God, of these.
1: Oh, my gosh, that is wow. so wrong.
0: At
4: the Academy? No, it was at ShopRite. Oh. All right. Shopright plays good oldies. They got a good makeup. It's a one of look. the
0: few that I actually got right. No,
4: I said, who is that? And you didn't know. I said, that's Three Dog Night, Robin. No, no, no. Uh.
0: It was the other way around. Normally, I get it all wrong. That one, I got no. right.
4: no. You're, uh, Tony, how you're, I, you're misremembering,
2: how Robin. I
0: do you even play no, that thing?
2: Tony do you have to, What do you do? Like, do you, you, connect, you connect the reel
4: to something? Like, <laughs> No, you put the yeah. one reel on. We have to bring it over and put it on camera. My f- we had them. We put, them, go, on, check it out, we put them on bring it over, DVDs. It's pretty heavy, though. You could put them on DVDs now. you know. Yeah, but I see, the good thing is I have a lot of my old stuff, interviews right. from the 70s and 80s, Olympic stuff. Right. I got interviews of, like flyers from the Stanley Cup days on reel-to-reel. Reel. Yeah. So I don't have a reel-to-reel reel machine. Right. And this thing is, is a great machine. Robin looked it up last night. And it's in great shape. It works. Let's take a picture of this thing. I'm not going to scrap it. No, it's got inputs. It's got headphone jack on the ah, back. I love input. It's great. Who doesn't love input? <laughs> Look at that baby. At you guys, How sweet is that? It's heavy. That, is
2: that for like a, the, the, the size That's the timer. It? Yeah,
4: no, it's speed. There's three and a half, three and three quarters, and seven and a half were the two tape speeds back in the day. So when you recorded stuff on reel-to-reel, three and three quarter speed means you can get more it was right. like the old VHS. Yeah, the VHSs. You could do Hs it at regular like speed, slow, and you want really high definition. Right. Or the best definition, you run it at the fastest speed, but it uses more tape. Yeah. It's the same thing. Three and three-quarter speed means it would record. You could get much more Isn't on a, a spool. Isn't there a song
0: called Three... No. no there's like, it's a waltz well, in three and three-quarter time. That, or that something. was Three Dog Night.
4: Three <laughs> volume three. Yeah, that's, and it's a square damn. We may have to play that on a mic if we could plug it in.
0: Okay, now here... This is good
4: stuff. You're so, not getting this on any other sticking podcast. Absolutely
0: box. not. You have to hear no, this. you just
4: busted the reel, man. Ah, oh, dude. It fell off. You could tell this guy, oh, you would never survive the... back in the old original days really? of tape and cutting <laughs> tape, it getting a razor off. blade and having to edit yes. the tape.
0: It just fell off. alright <laughs> right, We're
4: going to play a little Three Dog Night taste here. It's
0: one of my favorites.
4: And that, of course, is the late, great founder <laughs> and lead singer of Three Dog Night, Corey Wells. Great voice. Dead. Did it say how old? I didn't see the floor. I just saw the headline. I don't fully No, old either. Now we can't play the whole song though. But that three <laughs> dog. How many? How many hits the three dog night have? Oh I lot. mean, it's just unbelievable.
0: He was sixty-seven. Six, ah, wow! Right. And it's a Jimmy Jimmy Greenspoon. was his name. No,
4: his name is Corey Wells. Corey he? Wells is oh, seventy-four. Was... That was another member. Of, uh, three Dog Night In but, March. But Corey so. Wells is the lead singer, and he died. Yeah. He, he was 74. He was 74. Fresh.
0: So Jimmy Greenspoon died in March of this year. He was a keyboardist. Wow. And then Corey Wells just passed away uh, today. At Did
4: 74. You. Wow. The one thing about, you know, we're losing all these great people mm. in entertainment. We lose people every day. Every people day. People nobody knows. Mm. Somebody's family member. Mm. But the one thing, I always think about this when we lose somebody who's famous and you always have their songs. Mm-hmm. You know, this music will never go away. Mm-hmm. They'll always be remembered. These three dog night songs and anybody else. When Sinatra died or Elvis died, yep. their music stays alive forever. And Three Dog Night had so and I have an old three at Three Dog Night uh, 40, old, uh An old al- fashioned album. love
0: song. Yep. Joy to the world. Exactly. Mama Told Me.
4: Mama Told Me mm-hmm. Not to Come. Give me just a taste of Mama Told Me Not to Come.
0: Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's let's see. Right that's probably going to have a. Uh, that
4: ain't the way to have fun. Song. That's the song that was playing in Shoprite that Robin did not identify. Oh come on! That's Robin. what it was. Even I knew that. I'm a not I do, my, so I do wrong. my best uh, dancing and karaoke in Shoprites, man. <laughs> I do too. At <laughs> around four down. in the morning, up no. in the uh, Frankfurt. Nah, no, two,
2: three o'clock in the afternoon. Ah, man. All
4: right, that's even worse. Uh, you catch me in the uh, in the dry goods? There you go. Water, Love this song. This was live.
1: What's song this crazy question?
2: What's <laughs> <to> that voice, <laughs> man?
1: This is the craziest party that could ever be. Don't
4: turn on the lights because I don't want to see. Mama told me not to
1: Mama told me not to
4: come. Nice. This makes me want to run out and buy an El Camino. <laughs> <laughs> can, I don't you, think you should buy any more used cars, pal, for the time being until you well. get your situation fixed Yeah, you right can now. take
0: that phrase. Really, it's, it's still great advice no matter how you take that phrase. Mama told me not to come to this party or Mama told me not to come because... That leads to other things. That's
4: not my favorite song that they made. Whereas Shambhala. Shambhalas love that song. My favorite. On the road to Shambala. On the road to Shambhala, oh, road to Shambhala. <laughs> yes. Not the Shaka Laka Boom. No, no. Boom Shakalaka. Laka. Boom Shaka Laka. Shaka Khan. No. Not Shaka Khan. The road to Shambhala. Try a
0: little tenderness.
4: Yeah. No, that that's mean, the jam.
0: Everything they did try was a little, hit.
2: But, but Try a little tenderness is also an old Teddy Pendergrass song. Yes, exactly. It was, it was
4: done, Teddy did a little bit better no than No doubt did about us. it. He did everything better. let Show a little respect to uh, Teddy. Yeah, you know, T.P. Teddy. Come on, man. That's another Philly legend. T.P., as we know. Exactly right. <laughs> Meanwhile.
0: <laughs> Cut, you're looking through all these hits, and you're like, wow, they had so many of them. Great group. Yep.
4: And, you know, I mean, a lot of groups replace people. My in old their... Kentucky
2: home?
4: Yeah, but that's, that's an Elvis song, though. I know, but still, they did a good But I'm ride. saying that's not an original three-dog-night oh, okay. recognizable hit. Joy to the World. I mean, you, you just go down the list.
0: I've go never, down to one... Never... Yeah, never been to Spain?
4: Oh, I never been. <laughs> but I've been to Oklahoma. <laughs> I thought that's <laughs> Amsterdam. When they could be Texas. Sorry, Jim Ross. <laughs> Oklahoma, man. <laughs> and
1: now, before the next show starts, let's enjoy an intermission. You'll find our snack bar chock full of good things to eat and drink tasty, tempting hot dogs, thirst quenching soft drinks. Fresh, crunchy popcorn. A complete assortment of delicious candy and a full line of cigarettes. You've plenty of time, so visit the snack bar now. A tasty treat will double your enjoyment of the show. For your convenience, we shall keep you informed of the remaining intermission time. In a world of 1 million wrestling podcasts, there is a new, shiny star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Kuhn, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now. With everything you need to let the savings flow, like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brushed nickel finish for just 99 bucks, It combines a contemporary, modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More do-it. Offer valid October 5th while supplies last. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now. With everything you need to let the savings flow, like the Moen Genta Four Inch Faucet in Brush Nickel finish for just ninety nine bucks. It combines a contemporary, modern design with a spot resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot, more saving, more do it. Offer valid October fifth while supplies last.